It's a trap, you walked right into the hate All over a new king that's face is just replaced It's all the same, used to be ruled by force And no matter who it is, they'll still carry on the torch Just a lie, cheat, steal, half of what you make Taxation is theft, it's time to vacate the state Newsflash, all your cash is an you From killers who really do steal from you Inflation is a weapon used by every nation Who says that the same in the world through lies Have they disguised and pass off as bravery? Well, I got news, debt is slavery It don't matter who's matter, a new master don't matter When they both want the same, the state don't play no games They got you trying to survive and put you on sides And ready to kill each other, that's conquering divide It's all for show, all for hyper-control that's fucking where you been at, boy. And we're back with another episode of Bones and Tubs. We're here with you tonight to give you everything you want to hear and more. And more. We're going to hit you off with a nice Ian Fogg transition from the Three Amigos. Take it, boys. Greeting, Bones and Tubs tribe. Gracious hosts. Well, this check. It is good to take a break every now and again. A break from the madness. And the endless headache. It's hard sifting through all the bullshit to see what's going on underneath. Once again, who builds these things? Bloody mercy. Hope you gents are having a good time. It could be worse. It could be worse. Quick shout out to the three amigos. Redbeard. Congrats. God damn it. On the not loss of limb. Too close for comfort, good sir. Jesus fucking Christ. Mr. Bond, as always. The tech support is greatly appreciated. Dr. Gonzo, it would be... It would behoove you to seek out the space monkey once again. He seems to have gotten lost. Thank you again, gents. And as always, Bones and Tubs tribe, stay safe. It only gets weirder from here. Glad to hear from those boys. First of all, Redbeard, I hope you did not lose a limb. As he said, congrats on not losing a limb. I would like to hear that story in audio form. Yeah. To share it on the show. Secondly, we love the three amigos. Mm-hmm. Thirdly, I desperately need to know more about the space monkey. Definitely. But anyway, that's what I got. Amongst the massive amount of text noises my phone decided to make. Not a professional podcast. How you doing? Oh, I'm good. I'm good, you know. You fresh? I'm fresh as a fresh as a thirty <clears throat> four year old man can be. Fresh dinner, mall fucking dressed like a fucking mob boss. Oh yeah. Here and I got my Adidas tracksuit on. It's maximum comfort. Yeah. For the man on the go. You know, it, it it's simply a matter of uh presentation slash uh not give a fuck mixed together into some cyclone of fucking Seems as if there's a healthy amount of comfort involved. Oh, it is. You know, it's comfort all around. Yeah. You know, it it girds me from the 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 outside world, but also uh, makes me appear like I have my shit together. Yeah. To an extent, yeah. You know? Or I'm a retiree, which you know they say you're supposed to dress for the job that you want. <laughs> <laughs> And the job I want is to be fucking retired. I'm dressed like that dude. I'm dressed like that dude with the fucking dog helmet on from The Shining. <laughs> oh, get, get my. Next, I just want to scare innocent people for a living. Next, I'm going to get a timeshare in Florida and get a fucking walker with some tennis balls on it. <laughs> Explain to me, if you can, why do people hate timeshares so much? Well, what's okay. the scam? Okay, here's what it is. This is. This is this is like this is what I grasp from it because I know people with timeshares and they seem to enjoy them, but I think the part people don't like is the fact that you don't really own it, right? 
Yeah, it's like renting a vacation home. Yeah, but it's the same place over and over again, and you only have a, th- a certain threshold where you can go, right? Like <laughs> at any time of year, it's not like it's not like oh hey I got a long weekend let's go let's go hit up the timeshare. Go to the timeshare. That's not how it works. Okay, you have a f- I, I believe if I'm I might be wrong, you have a time frame. This is when you're allowed to go to your timeshare. That's why, and that's it. Is it expensive? No, see, and that's why people. That's why, like, uh, so pe- it's like people convenient, like them. Convenient renting of a retirement home, sort of, you know. But I feel like, like when when you, we live in a world with like, was it Verbo and yeah. Airbnb? Yeah, yeah, yeah. These things aren't really necessary anymore. They're I mean, out, they're outdated. I just don't know, like, lucratively, if a, a timeshare is actually worth it or not. I mean, some if, pretty sweet Airbnb deals. Oh yeah, Airbnb like. Not a sponsor. Shout out, yeah, not a sponsor. But they, we, we've been using them for the last, I think, four years, and we've never had any issues at all. They're really cheap too. If you find the ones with the two way, uh, the one way mirror, and the blinking light and the smoke detector. Yeah. Next thing you know, I'm on somebody's OnlyFans. <laughs> yeah, I found you on Pornhub last week. I don't want to tell you, <laughs> but <coughs> did I do a good job? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> BBM in a tracksuit masturbates vigorously in the kitchen. <laughs> Airb two oh seven six. They need some salami. <laughs> yeah. He just kept talking about the Jews while he did it. I'm not sure why. Breathing heavy while he eats salami. <laughs> Man, if only you knew how much your OnlyFans page was making right now. Exactly. You know, it's like I was telling somebody yesterday. They were like, "Man, I'm about." He's like, "I'm just gonna start fucking selling pictures of my asshole on OnlyFans." And I was like, "Somebody." Somewhere wants that. If you shaved your ass, you would uh, be able to put a bra around it and make it look like a nice set of titties. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> well, what if you just left your ass hairy and it just looked like a hairy pair of tits? Somebody's into that, too. Yeah, that's some, uh, what's that old school shit? You can't even probably say it anymore, but the uh, the freak show? Yeah, yeah, Traveling yeah. carnival freak show? Come see the, the hairy-titted woman? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, she never pulls her nipples out because it's just <laughs> one hole, but... She only presses her boobs out on past the curtain. And Check out the hairy lady that can shit between her titties. <laughs> <laughs> she had skyline this this morning. <laughs> Check out the hairy chested farting tit lady from Southwestern Ohio, FEMA District oh, Five. Fuck. Yeah, sounds about right. You know what I'm doing when I get home. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, shit's about to get interesting. Yeah. Hey, shout out to it being 322, uh, the first day of the occult season of sacrifice, and there being another terrible shooting that happened. Yeah, they, you know, that has definitely, these shootings have started to eat up the the news cycles again. It's funny, because it's like, uh, you know, you get that potato in chief that we got, and we're back at it again. You right know? on the time clock of the uh, dark occult, 322, shout out Skull and Bones, as I say, it's either that or their no way relation. of trying no to get away from the hypocrisy that is the immigration crisis, right? Yeah. yeah. Where, like, they're still doing the exact same things that the administration before them did, and that and that administration was do, uh, doing the same thing the administration before that was doing, right? It hasn't changed. Nobody's changed anything. The only difference is, is that regime changes... And now you don't have people like AOC doing photo ops outside of these detention centers. Crying like a bitch. Yeah, even though it's they're doing the exact same things. You know what they are doing, though, are some uh, green screens of the president. You yeah, I saw that. I did. I saw that. I watched one where he was apparently getting out of his, his uh, presidential motorcade in front of the White House, getting ready to go inside, and he decided to have a, a tete-a-tete with the press corps. He leans in with his mask on because, you know, he doesn't want to spread that thing. Yeah. You know, because that thing's not children's legs. Mm-hmm. But then he leans in there and uh, <laughs> he goes to take a question. And they're asking him a question about the immigration centers. And he moves his hand and it just happens to go through the microphone. Just huh. microphone wasn't there. Cause it was a fucking green screen. Nice. Next thing you know, the one time he's on camera, not on a green screen, he's falling upstairs. Putin's like, yeah, keep talking shit, bitch. Let's finish this conversation on live TV. Yeah, he's a, yeah, it's Putin saying he wants to have a debate with him. Like Putin, he might be a part of this shit too, but he knows what's up. 
Listen, Putin. Strange times. I find myself agreeing with the Russian president. You know yeah, I mean? man. Yeah. Strange bedfellows. You know. <sighs> I know. It's wild. Someone was asking me about that the other day, and they're like, "What do you think about all the like the Russians and everything like that?" And I was like, "Here's what it is." I was like, <coughs> I was, "I'm under. I'm under the impression that." The powers that be, the reason why, more or less, why Russia is our enemy and why certain countries are our enemy is because the central banks don't have a stronghold in those countries. So vis-a-vis, they're our enemy, be- not because of any actual legitimized reason. Because you could say, oh, well, they have, they're an oppressive regime and they, they, they hurt people for, for just the way they are. And, da, 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 and it's like, we're friends with people that do that, too. Yeah, pretty sure Saudi Arabia still does some atro- atrocious things, and we're we're best buds with them. When was the last time we sent a billion dollar check to a country that fucking launched gays off buildings? You know, the USA does it all the time. It's fine, no problem. So that being said, it's not about morality, you know. Oh, so, no. so, and I always tell them, I was like, think about it. I was like, like the Russians have been fighting back on the central banking system for years, and so have the Chinese. And Iran and all these other... And like I said, this doesn't... I'm not excusing them for their supposed atrocities they've committed. You know, there's a lot of uh, back and forth about how legitimate the the genocide of the Uyghurs is in China and whether it's actually real or not. Right. Which, you know, I think, unfortunately, that's going to have... That's going to be a matter of hindsight more than anything else. I mean, you could say the same thing about what... uh, uh, There was only hearsay and rumors about what was going on during the Holocaust... Until yeah. we actually, you know, invaded Germany and started finding these camps. I just wonder if there's any uh, Falun Gong left. It's possible. I'm sure that there's... That, was that during... That was before Trump, No, right? there's still Falun Gong left because there's some in the U.S. too. Oh, I'm in China. Oh, okay. You know, they got them premium cuts. Premium cuts of meat. It's probably why they moved on to the Uyghurs because they're Muslim. And Muslims have very strict dietary uh, habits that would probably be copacetic to organ harvesting. Yeah. <sighs> Just saying. Well, I mean, if you're trying to sell the best organs possible, you got to diversify your bonds. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. You can't be vested in one simple bond. Yeah. It'd be silly. But, it, yeah, I was explaining to them how through years, I was like, we've just... <laughs> Our enemies have always been the ones that, that weren't going to play ball with the central banking system. And uh, continue to uh, play by their rules. Yeah. Well, I do know one thing. A couple things. Uh, one, uh, back to the, the shootings that have been going on. To me, it just seems like, uh, it seems weird that this is taken back into the, this has come to the forefront and the ha- uh, two bills just passed the House. Uh, one, to extend uh, uh, background checks on firearm purchases. Yeah. Ban private sale. Good luck with that one. And uh, there was another one involving uh, magazine capacity. Right? What do they want? Less than 10? Uh, I believe it was less than 30. Oh, good. I could be wrong about that. Yeah. How about suck my asshole? How's that sound? Yeah. Hey, if I pulled my asshole out, like let's say you were a politician and you were like, hey, we want to decrease the size of your magazine and you can't sell to your grandpa anymore. Your grandpa can't pass the firearm to you. Um, you got to do these things, psych tests, whatever else it might be. And I presented you with my asshole. Mm-hmm. And I was like, lick my asshole. Would you consider that a fair trade as a gun-grabbing politician? Because there's really only one other option. You know what the other option is? I'm going to shoot you. Allegedly. I'm going to do a demonstration. Yeah. Nah, uh, and it's funny, like, the way they do these things, too, because, you know, you had the shooting in Atlanta last week, and there was this big hubbub about anti-Asian discrimination, and they went, they, they rode that way for a hot second, and then people started actually throwing real life statistics up there about, like, how prevalent they're how non-prevalent that is and how it actually isn't really a thing. Yeah. And uh, so now they're just back to gun gun control, gun reform, all those other things. I got another one for you. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and by you, I mean, you know, Tubbs mm-hmm. and everyone else out there because I just heard about this earlier today. We didn't even have time to talk about it. 
It's a Guardian article, if that tells you anything. Ooh, gross. Are you ready? Yeah. The weak in patriarchy. Okay. Mm-hmm. Angry at the idea of a curfew for men? Think of all the ways women are told to adapt by Arwa Mahadawi. Mahawadai. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, policing, both formal and informal, of female bodies is so normalized it is no longer shocking unless the same standards are applied to men. Saturday, 13th March, 2021, 9 Eastern. I mean, are we talking a.m. or p.m.? <laughs> From curfews to criminalizing ejaculation, it's time to regulate men. Should men be allowed out after 6 p.m.? Probably not, the Green Party peer has said. Introducing a curfew for men would make women a lot safer, Baroness Jenny Jones argued in Britain's House of Lords on Wednesday. In the wake of the horrific suspected kidnapping and murder of Sarah Everard, as you can imagine, large numbers of men and a fair few women promptly had a meltdown at this suggestion. Nigel Farage tweeted that it was an example of the left being deranged. Meanwhile, Mark Drakefold, the Welsh First Minister, described the idea of a male curfew as a sad distraction when what's needed is a proper discussion about women's safety and why a woman is killed every three days by a man in the UK. Boys, calm down, please. Let's not get hysterical here. Nobody seriously really thinks a curfew for men is a good idea, not least because almost... One in three women in the UK will experience domestic abuse in her lifetime, and women are far more likely to be killed by a partner than by a stranger. <clears throat> so it's not like keeping men in the house after 6 p.m. would make women safer. Jones was doing this little thing called pointing out double standards, as Jones later clarified, and it's pretty depressing that she has to clarify this. Her remarks were not a serious policy proposal. Rather, they were a response to the fact that the London police had advised women not to go out alone after Everard's disappearance, and no one seemed to bat an eyelid. So anyway, they continue on this cuck trail. Let me ask you a question. Mm-hmm. This is a non-biased question. Mm-hmm. What would make a group of highly targeted, vulnerable people safer? A curfew on a sex, mm-hmm. a race, mm-hmm. maybe? What about a race? Mm-hmm. What if we said, you know, A race can't go out after six, B race is not allowed after nine? You know, they're not going to do that. No. But they can shit on white men or just men in general. But anyway, would that make them safer? Or do you think maybe letting them have fucking firearms would be safer? Are I, you more likely to try to assault a female, if you think she might have a gun? I mean, that's a natural deterrent right there. Because you don't know. Here we are. 2021. We're having this discussion. Well, your talks, I believe that's from the UK, correct? Yeah, but they are, like we've talked a lot, many times before, and been proven correct. They're about six to eight months ahead of us when it comes to this cuckery, this well, liberal cuck fest. The gun thing, though, they've been, they've been, they had no guns for years. And here we are. They started having knife attacks, acid throwing. Now they've got people getting snatched up every three days. Maybe it's time to give Kitty Claus some again, you know? Well, this goes back also to my theory about uh, just the notion of uh, the fact that it's my savage theory, right? That there are, in fact, human-shaped savages out there. Yeah, they're not actually people. And I'm not talking about any particular... You're talking about homunculuses. Yes, I'm not talking about any particular race or anything like that. This isn't a race thing. Not a race, not a sex. They come in all shapes and sizes. Ages, sexes, races. They look human. But they have no soul. That and they're predators. Yeah. Right? They they prey on what they perceive to be weak. Probably comes from uh, allowing predators to get out of... Uh, criminal punishment, so, like so, so the, molesters. Yeah, so the best thing I can tell somebody, because these things are amongst us, and it doesn't matter, you can ed- try to educate them all day, try to tell them don't don't hurt people, don't rape them, don't don't try to hurt, don't do something beyond someone's consent, right? Right. You could you could <laughs> preach to them all day, but the words mean nothing to them. Nothing. Because they're savages. 
Zach, I, it's like a, I had that conversation with Battlebun once. And I actually, because at first she thought I was just victim blaming. Right? Yeah. And thought I was just being misogynist. And I was like, no, I just understand that there are those amongst us who aren't people. They don't, they don't think, they don't think clearly. They don't, they lack the, the general human compassion that it requires not to, you know, rape people or hurt them or rob them or do things like that. Take advantage. Exactly. To steal. They're thieves. Human shaped, human shaped savages. <coughs> right? <coughs> yeah. And the best way to combat them, as far as I'm concerned, would be to have a firearm. Yeah. And also, just to be aware, you know what I mean? Situational awareness is extremely important. What was that thing they had in that one Call of Duty game? It was like a it was a knife that you could shoot. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like an air-powered knife? Yeah. Why don't we let them have that? How many people do you think they'd be trying to force their jimmies down somebody's throat if they had a fucking... Right to the peen. I mean, and, and that's what it is, because think about it, like... These these predators they're gonna they're gonna wait, you know it's not gonna happen in broad daylight, no. right? Under they're cover gonna, of dark, it's gonna yeah, because they're predators. When do predators hunt at night? Exactly, because the cover of darkness allows them to. to there's less activity. There's less going on. And when there's you, less people to help. When you allow them to hunt in a fucking place where no one has claws, or no one's able to fight back, what the fuck do you think is gonna happen? Sorry, everybody. Tinkle time, and we're back. It's understandable. But yeah, if people—I mean, it's pretty pretty simple. If people are armed, you're you're even with these human-shaped uh, savages, they even understand they have they have survival instincts. Yeah, I mean, they weigh the probabilities. <clears throat> That's what's funny about rehabilitation. You get these fuckers, regardless of whatever predation they have in these classes, where they try and teach them these things, and they play the game. They say yeah. the right things, but they know what they're doing. Mm-hmm. They do it to get out so they can go back to doing their predation. Yeah. It's fucking gross. Yeah. <sighs> that's Whatever. What, that's what we're on now. Sorry. It's just, you know, Bones and Tubbs sitting here with a little bit of common sense. Yeah. Not a lot. Just a little bit. Yeah. Just, you know, give everybody like a, <clears throat> give everybody even just, even if it's just a little like single shot, like a little Derringer, you know, like a 410 slug in it. That will stop people. I'm all about them having whatever the fuck they want. Yeah, well, within reason. Within reason. Listen here. Do you want motherfuckers rocking rocking thermonuclear weapons? Yeah, because if we don't have them, well, but here's the, the problem. government has them. Here, they could, they're our daddy. Now. Herein lies the problem, though. Those things are so expensive that you really want Bill Gates to be the only one to be able to afford a thermonuclear weapon. As long as, as long as our fucking god emperor Trump has one, we'll be fine. It would be the most beautiful nuclear weapon you ever saw, too. I'm talking about his plane where he had like a Rolls Royce engine, like gold plated. Yeah, you know, at least you could maybe see the glint off of it when it dropped on you from the sun. It would look like the nuclear bomb from the second Planet of the Apes movie. Yeah, the original series, not the any of the remakes or anything. Not that bullshit. The one that those underground people worship <coughs> as like a god. Yeah. yeah, that that's Trump's nuclear weapon. I'll be honest with you. <clears throat> I forget their name, but I would be like those people from uh, Fallout Three. Which ones? I think they were the. I think it was Fallout Three where they worshipped the bomb. Oh, uh, the Children of Adam. Yeah, there we go. Yeah. yeah, I thought you were talking about ghouls there for a second. Nah, man. Nah, but ghouls are sweet, man. You lit. You don't die. Well, I mean, you could die if you get killed, but you live forever in very. They also probably can't get an abortion. I mean, not an abortion, an erection. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, they're they're sterile, so. I'm pretty sure they're sterile. Well, and that's not to say that they can't have sex, though. What are but, you going to I mean, shoot pool a rope? Is that what we're talking about? No, 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 but they can't have babies. <clears throat> well, they got to have babies. There's too much, I mean. But they're radioactive. I don't know. All I'm saying is that as long as I don't have to pull out and I can get hard, it's whatever. You know, You're cool with being a ghoul? <laughs> welcome, yeah. out, welcome out, Lander. Being a little, little crusty. Yeah. Imagine a crusty boy. Crusty dick. Yeah, <laughs> that got Wait, weird. Yeah, Buds and Tubbs, the Ghoul, the Ghoul podcast from Fallout. Yeah. That's what it is. They run across the pharmacy and raid it, and then they turn into the what are those big things? Uh, fucking uh, super mutants. Yeah, turn into super mutant. What, what, whatever they might have found in a, in a pharmacy. I don't know. I'm not. Yeah, 
<sighs> I get it. Who can say? So what's our topic today? So we were going to talk a little bit. Uh, this was brought to us. What's Tom's nickname? The demigod of pool. <laughs> <laughs> the demigod of pool. Uh, he wanted to hit on us a little bit about um, something I never heard of, and he hit me with it, and I was like, what the fuck is this shit? Uh, involving Valiant Thor. You heard of that before? I have, but uh, it's been long, long lost, so I want you to tell me more about it. Okay, so We will so, discuss. Supposedly, Valiant Thor <laughs> was a Venusian. And that means a person from Venus. Yes, who came to Earth on a three-year mission to enlighten humanity and to warn us about the nuclear bomb. Now, whether this is true or not, it's still kind of up in the air. But we've heard things like this before. Shit, we might have to do a second episode. Yeah. They got a whole book on it on Amazon or on uh, Audible. Really? Yeah. Sorry, continue. But uh, he supposedly was sent from Venus to enlighten humanity and deter us from nuclear war. And he worked with the Pentagon. Rocking an IQ of 1,200. But, uh, so I'm going to read from Skeptoid, right? And they, they kind of are question they question whether this is real or not. I mean, it's called Skeptoid, for God's sake. Of course. Um, the story of Alan Thor did not exist until 1967. It was revealed to the world in the book Stranger at the Pentagon by Reverend Frank E. Stranges and several other books in the decades since. Strangers was a traveling Christian evangelist who also wrote books about UFOs and gave lecture at UFO meetings. Deeply religious man, Strangers believed that aliens visited the Earth in order to spread the word of God. See, that's where I'm kind of like, ah. <laughs> like, why Why would they be coming here and talking about Jesus? What if it was Jesus on Venus, dude, What if bro? Jesus was Venusian? What if they're all the same <laughs> planet? Because we can't uh, leave. Just in frame of mind. In Stranger to Pentagon, he wrote that he was concluding a sermon one day when a mysterious woman showed up and invited him to the Pentagon. There he was introduced to Valiant Thor, an alien who had come to Earth to offer us all the technologies we'd ever need, plus to caution us about nuclear weapons. The two became fast friends and spent much time together, during which strangers learned Val's whole story. Val and his companions were from Venus and had landed on March 16, 1957, with a three-year mission to invite the Earth to join the interstellar community who had their eyes on us ever since the atomic bomb blast in World War II. Val was brought to meet President Eisenhower and Vice President Nixon, who put him up in an apartment at the Pentagon. He traveled and met with many government officials. Then at the end of his mission, he dematerialized on March 16, 1960. Bye, bitch. Uh, science fiction fans will immediately recognize this as the plot to the 1951 movie The Day the Earth Stood Still, but that's just the first of many red flags festooning this tale. This is why I said it's from Skeptoid. Mm, They're like, festoon. Uh, perhaps the largest being that we now know that Venus is far from being inhabitable by any life. Well, that's what we're told. Yeah, don't listen to these motherfuckers, man. But, and plus, I, I, I was talking to Toe Beans about this the other day. There's a great sci-fi movie that kind of touches on this notion of what we perceive as what's life and what can survive. Right? That or have you been there? What if uh, they're all the same? There's a movie called Europa Report, right? Mm -hmm. Where uh, a manned mission to the moon Europa, which I think to goes around Jupiter? Maybe. Sounds right. Could be wrong. It's one of the, it's a moon of some other planet in our solar system, right? Shout out for not working for not a space agency. Yeah. So they land on this and it's got like ice on its surface. Yeah. And they think it's just like all ice, but when they land they realize that it's actually there's like thermal activity underneath that ice. That is actually warm water underneath there. And they start drilling and then come to find out <laughs> That even in this hostile environment, something has the possibility to live. Yeah. It's kind of a horror movie. Well, I mean, we talked about Space Snakes in the last episode that I still haven't uploaded yet. So, basically, this idea that life on Venus isn't possible. How, how, how do we know that? How do we know that for sure? Well, we don't. And even with their bullshit science, we don't know. They could make up some bullshit. What if every planet can sustain life? I mean, it probably possibly seen from Mars, which is <coughs> remains to be seen if actually, it, if it actually is. Yeah. Uh, 
let's just say hypothetically that Mars is a desolate wasteland, right? Yeah. But that's just on the surface. Well, you know the one story that I like the most? What's that? Uh, you've seen the, the one that they whitewashed with the newest satellite where they had the face of Mars, which was a giant statue head mm-hmm. laying facing upward. Yeah. Was that we actually came from Mars as a race of humans and that they were escaping complete nuclear des- desolation. Mm. Possible. I mean, who the fuck knows? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't trust anything they tell me. But the thing about it is, is that even if it is desolate on the surface, that doesn't mean we know what's going on underneath the surface. If they're more advanced than we are, I just wouldn't it make th- sense that they either had a cloaking device to cover up the top of the planet or they went under the ground? I find sometimes like certain tracks of scientists to be so <laughs> incredibly arrogant. Yeah. I mean, like I read just the other day, there is a cave it is the deepest place on the earth where they found life yeah. beyond the oceans, right? Mm-hmm. This cave in Romania, it has 32 different species of animal that are not found anywhere else in the world. Yeah. Okay. Science is such Life a- found a way all the way down in that fucking cave where there's no light. Science is such an arrogant cockhole. Like, look at, look at the... Anybody out there can go and look up the story of Graham Hancock mm-hmm. and tell me... <clears throat> Tell me that through his experience, science is not the biggest load of bollocks and bullshit well, see, that you've ever seen. Well, that, okay. they covered him up all the way. I can't even. Here's what it is. I can't. He's say a trailblazer. Science, science is a hundred percent nonsense. But the problem is, it's it's an established hierarchy, and you're not allowed to introduce new ideas if it doesn't fit the mold. Until basic, you can't introduce a new idea until you have all but proved. Beyond a shadow of a doubt that your that your conclusion is true, right? But I mean, we're right? still we're still working on things like the the theory of gravity, the theory like they they're, they're still trying to deny that we live in an electrical universe, and germ theory that and I think I think they have the shortcoming a lot of times of being very very nearsighted. Yeah, right. Like let's take case in point. Let's take uh, something hot <clears throat> button issue climate climate change. Right. Yeah. Okay. I think. That they are so, they cannot see the forest for the trees on this one because like they can or they won't. One, it's one or the other. Yeah, for sure. It can't be. It can't be just one. It has to be one or the other. It's because, a giant set of blinders in a whole industry. Be, because the thing is, is that all. I mean, it's not to say that the climate doesn't change. The climate's always changing. The climate changes on all planets all the yeah. time. It's everything to do with the sun. But it goes back to the whole thing about how they come to the conclusions about like what temperatures we're going to be having and stuff like that. When they're not, they're only using one percent of what's going on with the sun's weather to determine yeah what's going to happen to us, if any at all. So, I want everybody to go back. What was that Al Gore movie where he said that like 2012 we'd all be underwater? An inconvenient truth. Yeah, everybody needs to watch that and see right well, where we're sitting at. And that's the thing. And, and that's the other thing is, is I think uh, I saw once. Shit's silly. Someone posted like they and they just they just took 50 of them random 50 climate predictions over the last 40 years <clears> that have not come to fruition. Yeah. Right. And it goes all the way back. It goes long longer than 40. It goes almost like 50 years. Uh, uh, all the way back to the 60s where they said that overpopulation was just going to fucking run us out by like 1990. How'd that work out? We're still pretty spread out, I'd say. Yeah. I don't know. I'm over it. I'm over mainstream science, so I totally get that whole thing. It's a fucking cult. It's scientism. It's religion. It's a religion of its own. It's just like how, like, and I feel like to an extent, it's it's like... uh, Religare, to tie down or hold back. uh, Wokeism. Yeah, exactly. Where it's its own, it's become a religion, right? And 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 it's a religion of, for some, for deprecation, self-deprecation. <laughs> yeah, people are really good as a whole, as a whole, of being led and separated in these different boxes. We talked about this shit before with climate change. Like this was a long time ago. It was probably toward the beginning of the ep- of our of our podcast. But uh, the idea from back in the what was it, the sixties or the seventies where. NASA scientists were talking about the importance of launching some sort of coal bomb or like putting coal all over the North and South Poles in order to absorb more solar energy to melt the ice caps because we were going to go into an ice age. I mean, they don't. And now even, we're talking about like, <laughs> you know, it's funny they they just keep pushing dates back. You know, like I remember a couple of years ago when we got out of the first time we got out of the Paris Climate Accords. <clears throat> uh, 
and AOC was like, she wouldn't put a pin in it, but she's like, in a decade, there's parts of the world that won't even be livable anymore. And people are just like holding true to that. We're waiting till like 20, 2030. Cause he, she can't, she can't put a pin in it. And now I've seen a lot of their projections. A lot of their predictions are so far off in the future. Like, uh, they're pushing it all the way back to like basically we're not going to see the worst of it, quote unquote, until like twenty one hundred, and it's like you're put this is and this is exact you're 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 doing it on purpose because that's not even in our lifetime, so we can't right. even say you were wrong then. Yeah, you could go ahead and just keep brainwashing kids for for generations to hi- buy into the hype of whatever product you're trying to hawk to quote unquote end this shit. You're but in reality, you're you you're. you're, you're you're hawking these electric cars and all this other shit, this tech. First of all, when it comes to electric cars, fucking go back and listen to fucking our Nikola Tesla episodes. That dude figured out fucking free energy a long goddamn time ago. Shit, we've had probably, what, two or three different inventors. <clears throat> there for a while, if you guys go back to our back catalog, we did some episodes on Nikola Tesla, Wilhelm Reich. I want to say there was another one. We had like two or three episodes, but somehow without... Either of us planning, we had all these inventors from the same time period, late 1800s, early 1900s, and they were all on the same shit, free energy, yeah. uh, curing all disease. And they had figured all this shit out, and the power structures that be had destroyed them. Wilhelm Reich was one of the, like, I think it was the largest book burning in the United States. Yeah. He, they killed him. Like, <laughs> Yeah, they killed him. So, for any of you out there that happen to stumble on the podcast and are still listening... <clears throat> Which I doubt. But look at the truth. Don't listen to what you're told. This is all bullshit. This is all bullshit to bring about some sort of carbon tax scheme. My favorite was when they brought about Al Gore and his, his partner Blood. So it was literally Blood and Gore. And they were selling uh, carbon, carbon, what was it, carbon credits to governments. Yeah. It's a fucking, this is all a goddamn Ponzi scheme. They're, they're leading exactly. you. Yeah, it's yeah. bullshit science. I don't even know why we got off on this tangent, but probably because it's bullshit. Anytime we start talking about anything that touches bullshit, we have to, to spit on it, you know? Like yeah. a good little, good little slut that it is. You want to see, you want to see some, in the future, some real climate change. You're going to see it when Elon Musk fucking goes to Mars. Yeah. And starts terraforming that motherfucker. Right. I think they've already started. I think that's what, back when we were kids. I think we were in the, our teenage years, probably early 2000s, late 90s, somewhere in there. Yeah. Uh, the planet Mars changed color. Hmm. Remember that? Uh, we've talked about it before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's terraforming, bro. Yeah. They started a long time ago. It's already happening. It's been happening. But Well, I know why we got on this tangent, <coughs> because we were talking about the fact that they said in this article that... Oh well, Venus Venus is is incapable right. of supporting life. Everything they say is a lie, and we're what back. We, we and it goes back to what we perceive as what is organic life. Like well, this I is mean, this is what we're talking. We're talking about carbon based life here, right? Wasn't it? Wasn't it in California a few years ago? Like back in the uh, first Bush or see second Bush administration, first Obama administration, they found that organism in California that wasn't a carbon based life form. It was a arsenic based life form. Yeah, arsenic. Yeah, like. So there's things out there that, like, and that's the thing, like, it goes back, like, they pigeonhole themselves into this idea that the only way that life can form is through the way that it formed for us, when what if it, there's so many, there's a multitude of ways for it to form. What if history is his story and everything they tell us is bullshit? It's possible. I have an article here, too, whenever you're done. Uh... Well, that's about it, because more they just go on and on. Uh, hold on. Let's not forget. Uh, let's see if we can find it here. I believe it's Director Hayden, if I remember right. I was wrong. <clears throat> it was uh, CIA Director William Casey. He said, we'll know that our disinformation program is complete when everything the American public believes is false. Well, that's good. Yeah. Shout out 1981. Okay, you go ahead and read this article, because... Basically, they spend the rest of it... I mean, it's from Skeptoid. They spend the rest of it kind of just shitting on the whole idea. I think we're going to have to do more research on Thor Valiant and come back. Okay. I'm definitely going to download that book. Check it out. So this one's... <clears throat> actually, I found it earlier from LinkedIn, of all places. I don't think I've ever read a LinkedIn story before. Mm-hmm. 
let's see. Experience, advisor to Joint Chiefs of Staff, according to this LinkedIn. So, true or not, whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is a recommendation for Valiant Thor. I wish to state for the record that this recommendation is entirely unsolicited, and rather I am offering it freely and spontaneously and simply because I have been very impressed with Valiant Thor <clears throat> the few times I have met him across the years. I first heard of Valiant Thor when I was about 10 years old in the 1960s. I had, on a whim, bought a copy of a UFO magazine at a local newspaper store and happened upon an article replete with a photo of Valiant, or Val, I'm sorry, from 1943, about Valiant and his visit here from Venus. Thinking that it was pure fiction, I largely put the tale out of my head after reading it. Then in 1964, while attending a weekend ham radio festival gathering, a.k.a. Ham Fest, in New, Year- uh, in New Jersey, I was introduced to Val by an older ham radio buddy who worked as an engineer for fabled Bell Labs. Val was very polite, very courteous, very charming, and obviously extremely intelligent. According to the other articles, an IQ of 1200, I don't even know what the fuck that means because I'm retarded. He also proved to be very knowledgeable about radio electronics, physics, and astrophysics. All interests of mine. My buddy told me later that Val had an IQ estimated to be over 800 and that he was here on Earth temporarily from Venus to provide consulting advice to the United States government. I met Val again in 2004 while visiting a physics professor friend at at my old graduate school at at the university in Western PA. Val had come to campus... To visit the professor and I was stunned when Val walked into the office because he did not look a day older than when I had met him in 1964, 40 years earlier. <clears throat> this brought home to me, by human standards, Val is nearly immortal. Val once again very courteous and charming and again the depth, of his bre- the depth and breadth of his knowledge was obvious as was his great intelligence. Uh, he also mentioned to me that he had gone back to Venus for a number of years after we had, had last met in 1964 and had only recently returned to Earth again to serve as an advisor to the world governments and to the United States military, all in the interest of promoting world peace. He also told me that his ship was hidden in the forest in Virginia and that someday he might take me on a quick jaunt to visit a, the famed methane waterfalls of Jupiter. I can say that I have never met a more intelligent and more intelligent, knowledgeable and courteous or charming being than Val in my life. And he looks almost totally human. You need to look closely to notice the slightly odd shape of his hands or the fact that he has six fingers or the fact that he has no fingerprints. By the way, he told me the average lifespan of Venusians, such as himself, for it seems, that there are other sentient races of beings on Venus as well as his, is between 480 and 700 years. Wow. And then some comments we have. Nothing of interest. So that's cool, yeah? Yeah, most definitely. There's all sorts of pictures of this fellow. I wonder where his six finger is, though. <laughs> Maybe he can't see it. It's right by his butthole. <laughs> Why do Venusians keep toilet paper in the toilet? That's. I mean, it'd be it'd be really convenient to have a finger around your butthole. I'm just you, saying. Yeah, well, you wouldn't have to have a finger that you shook hands with or ate with. Yeah. That also wiped your fucking puckered little raisin. <laughs> Tight little blue. Or if it was like itchy. Yeah. yeah. You'd be a bitch like, to be a bitch to cut that nail though, you know. <laughs> what are you doing? I'm gonna scratch my butthole. Got a really long fingernail because I don't cut it very often. <laughs> it's like one of those fucking long claw like ones. Like <laughs> you just like sitting there and you got this real satisfied look on your face there for a minute, like and you're like, What are you doing? Finger in my asshole, do you mind? <laughs> <laughs> just give me a minute. <laughs> I gotta think about this real hard. Yeah. Super fast. It's a it's an interesting <sighs> story. It'd be cool if it was true. Yeah, it's hard to tell. But it goes back to the idea of like them not telling us what's going on ever about anything ever. <clears throat> I mean, just let, let. I think this goes back. We talked about this before. Just let just let us have it, man. Mm-hmm. 
I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go mine. Fucking, you know, I can't call it rare earth elements because they're not on Earth. <clears throat> One of mine rare elements on fucking asteroids and shit. What's Tubbs been doing? <clears throat> I heard him and Bones had bought a. They quit their bullshit job and took all their Earth money out of their fucking punk ass retirement, and they went and got a space miner. They're up there mining Venusian rubies. Yeah. Precious to me, it's a pipe dream. I don't think they'll make any money, but you know, I keep seeing this over and over again, and I felt like I would say it on the show. I don't know if you've heard it before, but you know why? I mean, it's not necessarily true with us. We do have a lot of listeners. Most of them are other places, Mm -hmm. so I guess it is kind of true. But you have more people that believe in you far away than you do at home. Yeah, because no one that you grew up with that knows you. Either believes you'll succeed or wants you to succeed. Yeah. Yeah, I'll agree to that. That's some heavy shit. Yeah. You think about it. Well, they don't, They it's a. They don't want to be surpassed. No. It's kind of dirty. You know, it's the same principle behind people who think it's a good idea to, <laughs> you know, to, the only way to get to the top is to push people down. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If about, they just looked at science, they'd see that a rising tide brings up all ships. Yeah. How about you, you raise everybody up? Yeah. Raise us all up together. Get us all out of this crab pot. You don't have to oppress people. No. You know to get ahead. Quit being an oppressor. Don't be yeah. a bitch. Stop being a stop being a turd. Don't be a little whore. <laughs> a little slut. <laughs> you, you got jokes, do you? Yeah. Funny man. Funny man. <laughs> Tell me some jokes. <laughs> you know I do what I want here. <laughs> <laughs> Faggot. Got it in your butthole. Oh, you? man. That's where we're at now. I tell you what y'all need to do. You need to go check out JMY5. Yeah, I was talking to him on my way over here to your house. That's cool. JMY5 Internet Studios on Instagram, JMY5.com. Buy his art. I wish everybody here listening, just to fuck with his head, would go over to JMY5 Internet Studios on Instagram, add him, and then find one of his posts. And then write, start a fucking Fiverr account. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I told him, I said, if I had your physical skill or any physical skill and I was able to produce it other than podcasting or, I mean, clearly you can't sell sex on Fiverr. Yeah, yeah. I mean, not with that kind of attitude, but he has the ability of a fucking savant. Is that the right word? He's good. Yeah, yeah, definitely savant. He's really good at art. And I think he needs to be pressured by the entire Bones and Tubbs tribe. And uh, tell him to go over to Fiverr, make an account, set up for digital art. Because he has a skill. He's very good at it. And he could sell that skill to other people. He could probably break out of the life that he's living now. So if you want to do me a favor this week, head over to JMY5 Internet Studios over on Instagram jmy5.com hit him up in some way and let him know that he needs to start a fucking fiber account definitely hit him up hit him hard i'm using the entire military wing of the bones and tubs tribe launch your arrows i wish i could do the alex jones voice i feel like there's a better if i can go into an alex jones character i'd I'd, I'd had a better sales pitch do you have the documents You know I got the motherfucking documents. You got documents. You put just put your phone down on the documents. I got the documents. I printed those documents. <laughs> you know what I mean? But uh also Blood of the Brave. Blood yes. of the Brave at Bandcamp, Blood of the Brave.com, Blood of the Brave on Instagram. You know? He's out there. AKA Kyle. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> I almost launched a spitter. Uh Blood of the Brave, aka Kyle Reese on Twitter, and our own resident author. S. James M. Hoff. He wrote a book called The King's Fire, Prophecy and Flame. It's available on Amazon. You go ahead and get you a hard copy. If you do that, you get a free digital copy, or you can just buy a digital copy if you're a little bitch. And uh, if you get a physical copy, you could solicit me for an address. I will send you mine where I sleep with the blinds up, the windows open. I sleep in the nude. Uh, you can send it there. I'll get you a personal message. I'll bring it here. He'll sign it. Yeah. We'll do stuff to it, and then we'll send it back. Yeah. Leave it up to your imagination. Yeah, we'll slap it, spit yeah. on it, you know. Bitch. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, check it out. Uh, you can also get a hold of us on Instagram. Instagram.com forward slash bones and tubs. Uh, you could do long form emails on Gmail. Bones and tubs at gmail.com. 
We're also on Facebook. Facebook.com forward slash Bones and Tubs. If you want to, you know, give us a little, we all we all know you got them stemmies. Yeah. I mean, if you wanted to give us some of your stemmies to help us, uh, you know, quit uh, our fucking bullshit jobs and do this for free, or not free, for full time, rather, uh, you could hit us up on uh, Bones, Patreon.com forward slash Bones and Tubs. Yeah. Or, you know, if you want to make me personally happy this week, you could go to youtube.com forward slash bones and tub show, hit that subby button, mm-hmm. click that belly bell for them noty noties. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. No, no cap. Yeah. No cap. If you guys don't go to fucking youtube.com forward slash bones and tub show right now and sub- subscribe and hit the bell, I'm going to call you sus. Mm-hmm. I'm just trying to use the kid lingo. Most definitely. I don't really know. I get it. But uh, we'd like to thank you all for listening. We hope you enjoyed the show. We hope you stay safe between now and next week. And we hope you tune in next time. Well, we, uh, if you want to hit us up on BitChute and the other things, they're all in our YouTube oh, description. Yeah, That's all that. I'm saying. But yeah. we love you. We really do. The thing about the bad thing about being honest and straightforward and doing that is people know where you stand and they take, try to take advantage of you. They take advantage of your good nature. They take advantage of the fact that they know that you're a good guy, you are a straight shooter, and that you're not going to retaliate on them when they fuck you. Well, folks, most of the time I believe that's probably true. But God built me to be here to prove to you that what you have been doing for God knows how many years is wrong. You picked on the wrong man. I'm not tough. You hear that? I'm not that strong. They rolled up in all black yeah. Windows have crashed yeah. Scoping out the scene Before they attack Had they on bad guys In most people's eyes Most trust them with their life Cause they got a badge and tie Gifted a position given to them by a system I set it all up to put the kids in the prison This is non-fiction, non-violence So just listen, they got a mission To imprison your mind and soul This ain't nothing new But we survival with soul And don't believe in ourselves, But believe what we're told And we're all molded by a machine That gets in your dreams it can get in your gut and keep your self-esteem And I've been scolding and told who I should be But I'll never conform, I was born to be free It's a setup, and never let up From the cradle to the grave, they got you in the cage It's a setup, so keep your head up Cause it's selling all that doubt with every word at the mouth It's a setup, and never let up From the cradle to the grave, they got you in the cage It's a setup, so keep your head up Cause it's selling all that doubt with every word at the mouth Giving numbers of birth, yeah, that's a fact Deny it if you want, but I'll do the math I face facts and understand how to overstand the plan With my mind intact, and I got more than a plan I got hope and belief, dreams and faith And know damn well, that's what they want to take It's a weapon, it's a weapon Fear is aggression, and they plan it in our minds To the point we can't find a way out a way in, and anywhere you go, you'll see a many men over there and everywhere. They're armed and prepared to do whatever it takes. They don't play fair, that's a jump out, boys, with the plastic toys draped in all black, ready to bring the noise. It's a setup, and never let up. From the cradle to the grave, they got you in the cage. It's a setup, so keep your head up. Cause it's selling all that doubt with every word at the mouth. It's a setup, and never let up. From the cradle to the grave, they got you in the cage. It's a setup, so keep your head up. Cause it's selling all that doubt with every word at the mouth.